I mean, I guess, I guess just whatever comes to us, you know? Basically, I didn't even write a freaking, like, goddamn notes like I used to. I'm like, fuck it, we're just gonna... I mean, it. hey, that's good. I, <laughs> I, I, I think... I think it works better when, like, there's not a strict... Yeah. Like, n note of how to do things. We just say shit. No limitations. And we all have so our I, So I delete this then? All my notes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I took five pages of notes, but I guess if I yes, need to delete exactly. it. <laughs> I called Jen I'm Ortega. I'm slacking off of taking Burton. notes. Now I'm just going to make a I got some behind the scenes. I called Jenna Ortega. Info, so, yeah. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna Ortega was gonna make an appearance, but I guess not now. It's fine. You, Jenna, you can, you can leave. You can leave. You can go. That's you can okay. leave we now. Need... <laughs> it's too don't much. My sandwich. You were gonna do the dance, but no one's gonna see that in the podcast. Yeah. So it was, yeah, I'm gonna hang good. up my outfit that I got. <laughs> I, I bought the full attire, but I, I guess... bought the dress that she I'm wearing wore. All black today. <laughs> Here, I thought we were going to have it on video, but I guess not. Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. I love this. I'll enjoy it for myself. It's fine. <laughs> um, you want to do, do it? Because yeah, you have so intro. much energy. Yeah, you're sure. like in, your, in a movie trailer voice. <laughs> oh, oh, this is this is special. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let me know. Oh, snap. Welcome to Beta and the Creators versus the Multiverse. It's it's Jalen and and Beta. And this is Beta right over here. Anyway, we do have a guest speaker. Um, I'll let him introduce himself because my mind just shut off on me, apparently. <laughs> so take it away. Hey everybody, what's up? My name is Louie. Uh, I guess I could say I'm a creator as well in this uh, multiverse that we're currently presiding in. Uh, I went to art school in San Francisco, Academy of Art University, studied film, cinematography, computer animation, did work on a few, a few movies here and there, and movies are a big part of my life, so it's always fun to talk about. Alrighty. <laughs> so, yeah, this episode is the Wednesday uh, series. It's funny, I don't know, many people have mixed feelings, but I think it went viral because Wednesday is like a different take of the Adam Sand- uh. Adam Sand- oh my- dude, holy shit, I'm sorry, but like, I wish Adam Sandler was in this. <laughs> I mean, he does have that Netflix deal. I, I I'll do that, I'm expecting him to play- him to play uh, Uncle Fester. Oh my god. Yeah, she's like, she calls me, she's like, what do I do? Who knew I was going to make that stupid mistake? Adam's family. Dear Lord, I need another cup of coffee. So, yeah. Um, this is all the stuff you cut out when you're editing. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna keep everything in there. I'm gonna see how much of an asshole oh. I can be. No, trust me, she's punching air right now. She wants to cut it out, but I always say, no, keep it, it's fun. I can't even edit out, because every time I edit out, it doesn't make sense. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, damn it, right. I'm YouTubing this right now live, so I'm yeah. on, on, on Twitch. <laughs> we currently have 200 people watching. <laughs> With, I think, one This stream is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Raycon earbuds. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, what's the other things people used to do? Blue Apron? Is that still around? Blue Apron, yeah. Um, so. There's that therapy one that everybody's been using a lot. Oh, yeah, BetterHelp. Better yeah, help. Better help. <laughs> So Wednesday. You no. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot we have an actual podcast. Oh my god. Um. So this is a series. I, uh, Jalen, do you want to start? Because I feel like I'm gonna mess up the freaking. I just said Adam Sandler instead of the Adams family. Okay. I would. I would watch that though. I would watch that. I would too. No. If Wednesday, if Wednesday Adams was played by Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler yes, exactly. I'm just gonna say it. The show would be more popular. I I'm, so. I'm just gonna say it. That's true. To a certain demographic. That would be true. <laughs> Thirty plus male. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, Kevin James's cousin. It. Yes. Uh, I think it'd be Kevin oh. James as as. Uh, um, oh god, what was the uh, Pugsley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, God. That's too perfect. Um, okay. When, that's too perfect. <laughs> Wednesday, it's a Netflix show. It follows Wednesday Adams. Um, she's got, like, psychic abilities, and she's trying to solve mysteries. Think Scooby-Doo, but darker. Like Scooby-Doo meets, like, Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Scooby-Doo is heavy it's, on the Scooby. It's the weirdest yeah. series, but mm -hmm. it has that weird dark vibe to it, but it's like a gothic vibe, which I feel like I always warn people when you watch the first episode, it's so disturbing in a way. But um, after that, it just falls into place and it gets really interesting and thrilling at the same time. There are like three directors who take over. Tim Burton is one of them. Creator as well, um, right? Yeah. I think James mm -hmm. creators as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's like, what, five or six writers for different episodes, different series, not series, episodes in general. I'm waiting for the season two. Okay. For God's yeah. sake. I'm so excited. I'm, um, I'm honestly like, I think it's perfect to get Tim Burton for this show. Like this is very much him. When you watch the first episode, oh, you're yeah. just like, oh yeah, no, this is, um, this is this is perfect with like Edward Scissorhands and everything. Mm -hmm. He has like a cinematic yes. universe essentially. Like he has a language. He has a design uh, uh, that he likes to apply to things. I my one critique is that he didn't push it far enough. I I wanted it to go even further uh, in his style. He could have. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. 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 I think it would have been cool to just see him go like absolutely fucking bonkers. Well, if you think about like Beetlejuice, right? Yeah. Beetlejuice, like mm -hmm. the, just like the stuff that he did in Beetlejuice, it's like okay. I don't know how much how what how structured this is going to be the podcast, but like as far as like my thoughts, I didn't really latch onto the idea of the the academy. I loved the idea that they yeah. all had okay. kind of they all had some kind of power or ability. I, I did like that um, the academy aspect. It created a, a, a plot for them to kind of like be in one location and to kind of solve this mystery where they're not just at home. So I, I get that. Um, mm -hmm. But I really would like to see like more supernatural elements like that, like weird um, kind of just like out there visual that he creates 
in his other movies. Um, I think Edward says. And Edward, it's yeah. funny because he is, he is creative. Yeah. And he is creative in his own unique way, where he will go out of line to like fix freaking a Jenna's hair. He like literally just cut her hair, saying, "This is what we're gonna do. The bangs. We're gonna do this makeup. We're gonna do it this way." Okay, don't blink. And it's like, <laughs> who who does that? Yeah. Who, in a way, in a director's way, will do that? And like tell him, push it off to the side. I know there's boundaries on that filmmaking, like even for a series and all, but it's like creative. This is why I love Tim Burton in a way. Like he has that technique of going out of the box, like thinking out of hand and like twisting it, breaking the rules. And like that's where in Edward Scissorhands, like by all means, that was like an awesome movie too. Like the writers did a really good job, but the creator part did a little turn. Yeah, I think with and that's why it made it interesting. I think he with Edward Scissorhands, he really was able to create a world where he could smash this character into, and it, I think visually it worked really well, and the tone of the the story, the tone of the characters, the way they kind of reacted to him worked in a way that I don't know if mm-hmm. Wednesday was quite as successful because there wasn't enough contrast. You had the coffee shop, you had that main character, but I don't know if there was enough of a contrast to really make them look like outcast or like the weirdos. I would, I would like to have seen that more. No, I agree. Well, now you're looking at it with the series and the movie. Mm-hmm. So the movie is different. The movie, you have to plot it and have that climate and then go down and make that whole storyline. Series, you have to build up that plot and then continue making it. So it's a little bit difficult for a series. I think if he continues on with the season two or season three, if it continues on, I think the storyline, he can push it even more with that character. Well, here's how I kind of... kind of thought about it like for me Wednesday Adams was always the oddball and like so she would be put in normal situations but in this she's put in a school with basically Harry Potter it, yeah I, mean, I, didn't yeah, say, I didn't want to say I didn't want to say it but yeah <laughs> I was like it's really that's what they latched on no yeah. it, it says yeah. it right there yeah, yeah. <laughs> it and, says it right there and it's like <laughs> when I was watching it like the first episode I was like yeah I don't I don't know I, I'm just not really I'm not latching onto it like I thought I would, just mm. because, like, I understand it is a very different uh, t- retelling of, like, the Adams family, but I don't know. I thought Wednesday always worked with her being kind of the, not the outcast, but, like, the weird one among, like, regular, like, human whatever, but her being thrown in this situation, it's like, it's almost kind of a reversal like you have like the werewolves vampires all that and then there's just her so she's almost the normal one well they put a little bit of humor to it too like obviously it's like a dark side of the family where they go honey you're just saying the nicest things and that's hurting your mom's heart it's like what the fuck? Well, so with that thing, <laughs> yeah. Like, what would you say? What's your, what's your what's your history or background with the movies and then the original TV show? Did you watch the original TV show? I watched the original TV show. Yeah. Yeah, like Nick at Night as a kid. Same like here. So the original show, more humorous, 
Um, but it did really mm-hmm. have that element of like they had the um, the niece, right? That was like she was just plain Jane. She was she was normal. And then the neighbors would come yeah. over and interact with them. And so you can really see how different they were. And then the movies mm-hmm. that came out in the 90s, um, again, they get smashed into everyday life. And they can they really stand out. They're wearing black. Uh, something that would be considered an insult to somebody is endearing to them. <laughs> and yeah. so I, I really mm-hmm. like that they, they did try to continue that. But again, Jalen, to your point, it's kind of like when everybody is also a little off and a little different it doesn't stand out as much and they didn't really push that part i think far enough Mm -hmm. and that's why like for season two i i hope that they kind of go more towards that just show the stark difference between Mm -hmm. the world not just like her going to the coffee shop and it's like oh you're wearing that uniform you're a weirdo it's like it's more telling than it is showing yes which you never supposed like to yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly like there just needs to be more of it I think. yeah and also mm-hmm. it was very gray the town should have been bright i mean the the therapist's office was very yellow very bright very warm so that i really thought that they did a good job with that when she would go there she stuck out <laughs> mm-hmm Oh no! Exactly that. Yeah. I can definitely agree. Yeah, but like the school um, and the town, it's like it's monotone, and it's like mm. everything's just blending together. Where it should be, again, it should be that difference, but there is no mm-hmm. difference really. The the lighting of it couldn't could have gone in a different direction for sure, but I think the intention was to drain her color as like a Wednesday color to be like standing out like she just came out of like a freaking TV show basically yeah she's like black and white yeah because when you exactly so like her skin tone shouldn't be like too bright in a way her outfit should be like certain things so it's understandable but I think which was funny um the series was basically of her narrating it and I love that part. There, there's it's like, so more. okay, <laughs> so this is a, mm-hmm. it's, it's so different aspect of mm-hmm. this because when you're watching the Adams Family, it's like more like, here's the beginning plot. Now let's continue mm-hmm. with the movie. Um, and then in the cartoon, it's different. Like in the cartoon, I think like vaguely they'll like date the process and like. I don't know if do I ever, the there was a cartoon of the Adams Family? Yeah, I was about they to say. Yeah, I didn't see that one. They had the cartoon. I got I got to see that when I was babysitting. Oh, okay. So oh. that that was the first time oh, I saw are, that. Are you talking about the animated movie? Or mm-hmm. whatever? Oh, the one where she has like a weird like she's got a fucking like sick. That's sick when bed. I realized that <laughs> Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, like I, I get, I, I get with that one. Like, oh, you're trying to make it look different or whatever, but it's like these every character, like you want to make it stylized, but every character in it just looks fucking hideous. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Someone told me that, like, yeah, they made the. She was having visions in this series based off of that 
other one, the, I think it was the animation one that they started continuing. And yeah, one time, they, was like, give me a heads up. I'm like, no, they gave her superpowers. This is weird. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is going crazy. I, I think the downside of that would be like, okay, where are you going with the this whole uh, vision? Because I don't remember that. I can tell she's so so dull and dark. Um, and she's so evil in her own ways. But are, like, are we talking even about her humor? Is hilarious. Are we talking about the show or the movie still? No, okay, the yeah. show. Yeah, because the show is much better. Like to me, I like that. Yeah, and I know, like I'm sure we'll get into it, but I just going back to what I said, I just felt like this was like a lame version of Harry Potter where it's like, oh, they all have powers. <laughs> oh, there's a psychic. Oh, werewolf. Let's all team up to fight. It's like, what are we doing? Lions and tigers and yeah. bears. Oh, well, and they, they kind of follow yeah, the that's... high school like hierarchy and like the the groups. Mm -hmm. So like, there's the werewolves and they have a nickname. There's the vampires and they have a nickname. There's the sirens and they have a nickname. And you don't, they don't hang out with these people and these people don't hang out here. Um, so, yeah, the... There's a history, there's a story, yeah. there's a... I mean, I, I was too old when Harry Potter came out initially as books, so I never, I never got into it. I saw the movies, I think, only a few years ago when they aired on HBO for the first time. That's when I watched all the oh, movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, I was even older, so I didn't really latch on to that, that part of it. Um, but I, I, I like the attempt that they did in Wednesday, where they were trying to explain why the Adams family is a little weird. They, they, and, you know, um, oh, what's God, the mom's no. name? Uh, the character? Morticia. Uh, Morticia. 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 Uh, Morticia has this ability as well. It's something that runs in her side of the family. So they're trying to create some backstory there. I did really appreciate that and how they resolved yeah. it. I liked that. Mm -hmm. I just didn't like the execution of the Academy. I don't know if we needed to stay there that long, like the entire season. That's yeah. the part where I started laughing in a way, thinking, yes, the Harry Potter part is kind of like seeking through even more because now, now they're bringing the history of the father in that academy. So it's like, where are you going with this? Mm -hmm. Did you guys get bored on the freaking COVID moment yeah. that you just like, ooh, let's do this? Um, that's where, yes, I understand that 100%. And I was like, kind of like grinning going, okay, the writers are either roadblocked or they're trying to figure something out. That's a, that's a, that yeah. part, yes, I understand that. That's part. generally I understand that happens part a lot of the time. Well, a lot of like with streaming shows, right? They're like, okay, we have an idea for a show and we need it done by 2023. Right, and it's like, come with, come up with it. So like, even before they start creating, they have an end date. And so things happen. They may not happen the way they want them to, but they've got to get it done. So, But the way they started, so they have that plot season, like in the beginning of the show, and then they go to the title, and then they start with the music. I think the one thing that caught everyone's attention is the music, the, the contrast of the scene, the whole, the shot takes here and there. The lighting of it um, and plus the characteristic of Eden and Wednesday that contrast because now the they're two. just both too exactly but do you feel like that was a little too it's on like, the okay, nose this person's <laughs> what do you think Jalen yeah that was like on the nose right 
<laughs> yeah, I was just like, wow, okay. Like, they're really... Even the room. Like, the show's not supposed to be for five-year-olds, but I feel like at yeah. times, they're very like, hey, these yeah. kids, they're not gonna understand it, so let's let's really just hammer it home. That, yeah, exactly. Oh, they're different. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Like, the, the one scene where she's like, I know you want to decorate your board, um and stuff but i thought you were gonna be like not like a serial killer i just started laughing i'm like seriously like ted bundy was like the one thing that they brought up so I'm like, yeah i just lost mm-hmm. it i'm like oh my god like this is awesome or like you're torturing me but i love it and i'm like okay never mind let us get back or like digging in the graveyard mom you want to join in no honey you're in you're in just enjoying this yeah, moment yeah. <laughs> but that that was actually a good scene by um by morticia i forget the actress's name um but just oh she God. the way she played it was like she was being sarcastic and she's like I, I just don't want to get my hands dirty i don't want to do that but she was like playing it off and i think she handled that that scene very well because it was funny it was really funny Oh, yeah. Morticia played by... Oh, my God. Oh, um... Wait, hold on, hold on. I wanted to say Angelica Uh, Houston, but that was the initial movie. (laughs) That was the movie. No. It is... Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, that's it. There you go. I was like, shit, I should know this. (laughs) Yeah, that's Michael... (laughs) Michael Douglas' wife, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. She gave him cancer. Well, yeah, he, 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 <laughs> I think, he did that okay. on himself, okay? okay. No, 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 look, I think, uh, look, I, I don't think you can think. What a, way, what a way to get it, though. Jalen's like, sign me up, yes. I'm, I'm trying to word this the best way. Yeah. Like, like, cancer's not good, but if you had to get one... <laughs> Reasoning, yeah, like fuck around. <laughs> just but, yeah, just munching back, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this isn't gonna make it into the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you can oh, go God. either or, yeah, no matter I, what. So. <laughs> oh, can I just say real, but real quick? Morticia was. Oh, go ahead. sorry, sorry. Um, no. No, you go. I didn't expect Christina Ritchie to be in it the entire series. I thought she was going to make, like, a one-scene cameo. Because, like, she was the original Wednesday Addams in the movies. Well, I, I started laughing. I was just like, oh, shit! I'm like... <laughs> my mom's like, she looks familiar. I'm like, are you kidding? Because it's because <laughs> <You're... laughs> Like, how did you forget? Is that Thursday? And it was just... Oh my God. <laughs> This is Thursday, Adams, your <laughs> yeah. sister, long lost sister. So I immediately knew when I saw her that she was going to play a very big role in the story because you're not going to get her. You're not going to get her in this show just for a quick cameo. And she may not do it mm-hmm. just for a quick cameo. She was she played a big role in the story. So I was constantly watching her and her actions. And even though it was to me, it was obvious that she was playing some kind of a devious part in this. They did play it off pretty well to the where yeah. you doubted yourself. You did that. It's like maybe she is just good. Maybe she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I thought that was pretty cool yeah. for her to do that. 
Well, I think the one character that I was so excited that came on, um, and he was from SNL as well. Um, he, if I can Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Thank you. I'm like, dear Lord. <laughs> when he played that one episode, I was like, yes, it's about time. Yeah. Like, I was wondering because I'm like, that, the person who played the freaking uncle is not going to come on this scene and everyone's changed. All the character has changed. Well, yeah, Chris, Christopher so Lloyd, like, Christopher play Lloyd uncle? played Uncle Fester in the movies. Mm-hmm. And that dude yeah. is old. So I'm like, so if you, if I was kind of hoping the, he would come back. So like, <laughs> I wanted him to play some kind of a character like a graveyard, like maintenance guy or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or, what are you or, doing? Yeah. Or like he's in the he's in the town. He's like, don't go over there. <laughs> it's a great Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was. Marty. He, he runs the Marty. he front, <laughs> he runs a fucking diner called Great Scott. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or they would have had like a street sign that said like speed limit eighty eight miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Did, I don't know if you watched the episode what with uh, like? with Lizzo and Jack Black of uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, he was in that. He was in that. Uh-huh. He's old, <laughs> dude. I don't like because I, I was watching Back to the Future again and like. He's he's supposed in the sh- in the movie he's supposed to be like a pretty old but now he's like older than how he was supposed to be in the movie. Well, I think in Back to the Future one, he, I think he was probably in his early fifties, but because he had white hair mm. and mm-hmm. he just looked older. Yeah. And then yeah, then he had the the weird face surgery in the future in part two. He took off the pill. Yeah. He, he was just like, I just wanted to look older, but I actually got a face surgery done. <laughs> yeah, and now he looks like the Crypt Keeper. No offense. He really, he does. He does look like the Crypt Keeper. But God bless him if I don't love him. Oh yeah, my God. he's great. He's great. Yeah. He's awesome. I liked the way that they did the whole thing, though. But it was just... That was one of them. I think... Who was it? You know what's really weird? Hmm. And it's... They always do that. They always make the weird monster, like a a guy, basically, going crazy and weird. And you can tell the whole writers are like, let's see, how are we going to make this intriguing? It's a mystery. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, the guy who this person really likes, like Wednesday, who is really off... Obviously, you know he's up to something. He's up to no good. He has a history. But I love how... I, I'm not trying to bring up the church thing, but... It's Where is basically this going? Like a yeah, I know, right? Stuff. This is like a religious thing going on here. And my mom's like rolling her eyes because I watched it with my mom. At first, I was telling her, I'm like, I'm going to watch it by myself. I don't think this is your cup of tea. <laughs> And she's like, no, no, we're going to watch like, it. And then TV, she's like, yeah. this is like church related. <laughs> <laughs> this is so church related. Rita, and I'm like, I love cults. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. I love burning. But what do you, what do you mean that oh it's uh, church related or religious in what way? It, it's just showing how, because they, they use the past. They use the past a lot. 
how if you have certain powers, you're a witch. We've mm. got to kill mm. you. You are, like, unusual. This is, like, the, the book of this means... And they use that a lot. And then pilgrimage. You have the pilgrim village. Yeah. And then there's a certain thing of that. And then I was just... The one line that I, I love her saying was, Oh, fudge. It's like cancer in a box. I'm like, cancer and diabetes, actually. That was the one thing that she said. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Because <laughs> no one's going to understand this one except for me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, loving that point it's i don't know it was a weird feeling but i feel like they can tell the story with dark humor and then to relate it to people who will love scary stuff halloween and stuff like that but i think the one character in that film that i really do love is thing yeah mm -hmm. i love that hand so much and that was a magician <laughs> He was wearing all green say, that's green, what she said. Uh, outfit. <laughs> I love oh, that hand man. so much. <laughs> oh, I love that hand. That hand was a magician, all right. He made all his. He made when he was with me. He made all his fingers disappear. <laughs> and this is why I have two guys on this fucking progress. I don't even know why anymore. It was your <laughs> no, You asked him to be here. No, I know. See. <laughs> And I'm starting to regret no, but, <laughs> I never regret. Because um, I do want to go into some of the character choices uh, as far as, like, actors and whatnot. But just to kind of, like, go back to your point about the, the religious part of it, it goes back to what I was talking about. Like, they, they tried to ground the story and to kind of create, like, a backstory and yeah. explain why the Adams family and their world is the way it is. So it was cool that they kind of had that Salem witch trial kind of historical mm -hmm. uh, element. And you have, like, the like the preacher or, or the guy that's like the, the zealot, the religious zealot. He's the guy that is going to like free everybody and like get rid of this evil without realizing that he is also evil. And he ends up kind of like leaning into that when he's brought back at the end. Um, so I, I did enjoy that, that aspect of it, just world building, just trying to explain, explain things. I love that too. And I think you explained it in a way that it's making understandable ways in general um yeah thing thing was good they handled mm -hmm. it really well i think well the behind the scenes stuff i really did like how they created that and he had to show the emotion in that character in so many ways by silenguing sign language and like doing certain techniques mm -hmm. i think the one thing that caught my attention and made it really interesting for that character was that the scene where he's following the suspect or the person that they think is um, related to the crime scene. And his one of his fingers gets stuck in the gum and he's like, trying to, like get yeah. it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's our typical hand motion uh -huh. right there. Like, shut the hell up. Yeah. I know where your head is going. Yeah, no, there's a ton of great character with a character that can't speak and it's just a hand. Like, there's so many little moments yeah. where it's like, there's a lot of humor that can be done, and it works really well in this. Well, yeah, and you think... Yeah, and it's it's quite interesting. I was going to say that I, I think if you look oh, back to, like, silent films, like you have Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, mm -hmm. it, it's all about body, gestural uh, action, because there's no speaking. You might put a card on the screen that says, like, what the guy's 
the guy is saying, but it's all like, how big can I make my movement? Uh, like, can I get across the point that I'm trying to, you know, emote just by using my body and my eyes and my, so if you cut off the facial, it's all about hands. It's all about gestures. Um, so I, I like the approach that they took with that, um, with that character and just to see how, how far the visual effects have come, even from just the, the movies in the late nineties or early two thousands. Uh, to now, it was they could do so much more with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you do it in the movies? Is it the same thing? It was like green screen, and just like a lot of uh, yeah, so. a lot of clever camera positioning and clever uh, like shot. Like they really had to think think out how they were going to record certain scenes where uh, he was going to be in the shot. Mm. Yeah. Even like. Um, yeah. Uh, furniture and like floor and like walls some like they were like false walls and whatnot just so they can like move things in and out so just like a lot of clever set design cool i did not notice that i i was like curious myself so that was something i never thought of um, in this show they just had they had him in the volume that they used in star wars it's like okay we're just gonna get your hand in the volume <laughs> this is gonna be the bedroom <laughs> Um, with characters, He's though, like, I had to learn the language, yeah, exactly. I had to know the technique of, like, doing this, and then, well, like, hand signal. It, it, he, so it was really funny, but also the scene where he got stabbed, and, you know, the emotion, the emotion that was happening there with uh, Wednesday and Jen Ortega, and his hand just being there, like, with that cut, and, like, you feel for him, it's like, oh, I feel for this character, it's a hand, oh my god, I feel for this character, so they did a great job. <laughs> I felt physical pain when the hand got stabbed. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <gasps> I could feel my hand. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. Oh yeah, my God. that would hurt. It's like his oh, heart. It's like, wait, yeah. does he have a heart? Oh, God. So many more questions that I didn't think about. <laughs> Shit, does he even have one? Wait, I actually didn't think about that. Yeah, wait, his, internal, his internal his internal organs. <laughs> It's like right here. It's like, what's in there? Wait, or is it here? Yeah, like it know. doesn't need to eat, right? Because it's a hand. Yeah, I, I don't know. This is like probably going too far from the original creator of the Adams Family. <laughs> I, like, I, I didn't think about that, guys. The... Yeah. That'd be actually a really cool yeah. shirt. Just to see hand, like the x-ray of like his insights. <laughs> yeah. Um, with the characters, though, so that was a great character choice, um, just the way that they they applied the effects and stuff. But I was yeah. I was torn on some of the choices they made with the actors. Like the big one for me that oh, I didn't care for was Gomez, so Luis Guzman playing Gomez. That was a little yeah. weird for me. Yeah. Yeah. He just seemed he seemed odd, and then to the point, even when they did the flashbacks, the guy that played him, very different physically, <laughs> bigger guy, yeah, very different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, how is this supposed to be? The you know, the person? funny part. Yeah. The funny part was in when she's doing the intro about her father, like how he is lying, and she can understand that part, where she's like, "Okay, he taught me sword fighting. He taught me this." He taught me all of these things, and then he's like, "You know, you're BSing." Mm-hmm. Like, to spit the truth out. I thought that scene was great, but yes, I understand that part, and it's kind of like, like I said, 
in this school, they're showing the history of the dad and the mom. The mom was in a freaking club. And then she knows the, uh, what was it? The poet member. And then they have a secret club area. The dad was more like a romantic thing. So it, it's showing behind the scenes part of their story, of their life, of their history. And that, that makes it more cheesy, I guess. Well, I mean, if you think about that's it, what like, I was thinking. your parents always want you to do better than they did. That's that's the goal, right? It's like, so it's that, it's that uh, not repeating the cycle. It's like, I want my children to do better than I did. So, but I, I learned a lot at this school that I went to. So I want my child to go here because I benefited from that. But life can repeat itself. So they're just trying to, sh I, I get what they're trying to do as writers. They're trying to show that you, you can't escape. You can't escape things from your past and your family, especially, even if you try to. And Wednesday was really, really trying to kind of break away from her family. Like, she, she's not like her mom. She's not like her dad. But she she was able to take away some really good aspects of their character. And the two of them made her. And I think that was, like, what they're, what they're trying to say there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah... See, Luis Guzman, he's a great character actor. I love the guy. He's really funny. I kind of feel he was wasted. I feel he was wasted in this show. Yeah, he he didn't... I don't think he really got enough to do mm -hmm. in it. I, he could have done so much more. Well, yeah, it's like they should have let him go a little, I don't know, a little more wild. It's like, okay, lean mm -hmm. into the character. Because if you think about the original TV show... Uh, Gomez was like, he was always smiling, he was always smiling, always happy. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like always cracking jokes. And Raul Julia yeah. in the movies, he played it very similar, a little bit more Casanova, a little bit more Loverboy, but still mm -hmm. very similar. And I think he, I couldn't get a sense of how he was, how Luis Guzman was trying to play him other than like by the book. He was just like, oh, I'm the dad and I'm going to read these lines. And he didn't really do yeah. too much. Yeah, and, like, the, the way I see it, if you're going to have Jenna Ortega going against writers and directors and everything because of how she feels the character should be, let Luis Guzman do the same thing. Let, mm -hmm. him, let him act outside of the script. Let mm -hmm. him be the fucking great actor that he is. If not, like, if they wanted him, or if he wanted to be in the show, like, he could have been... Uh, the uncle. He could have been Fester. I mean, yeah, I could have I, I could have seen uh, Fred Armisen as Gomez as well too. But they were losing. yeah, basically, yeah. No, just give him free reign to be himself. If Jenna Ortega is going against writers and directors and producers, being apparently a diva. Yeah, I mean, I think they tried to paint it that way, but in reality, I think she was. She understood the assignment. She understood what the, yeah. the character is. And mm -hmm. I think... Yeah, here, right. so here's, yeah, here's what I think, though. Like, I think Tim Burton, he's been playing it too safe in his movies, like, the last 10 years. Like, if you think mm -hmm. about, like, uh, was it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Like, oh, yeah. I, I, it's like, oh, I, I, feel, I feel like he could have done so much more with that. He had Johnny Depp, who's, like, so willing to go down these, these rabbit holes with him. Like, they love working with each other, and I just don't... I think he played it too safe. Like, he probably got too many notes. They had to be a certain way, and I, I think with this show, he either 
didn't want to go in all the way or he wasn't allowed to. And with Netflix, I, I know Netflix is pretty open, so I, it has to be him. And so for Jenna Ortega to go in and say, no, I believe it should be this way, she understood mm -hmm. maybe what the creator didn't. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, right, on her, yeah. she needed to do that. Yeah, no, I, I feel like she spent more time with Tim Burton, and that's why, like, because I don't, I don't believe she was a diva. I think she was yeah. just, you know, she she wanted Tim Burton's vision to come to life, whereas, like, the creators didn't. And, like, um... Well, that's why, and this is where, when you said Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with um, Johnny Depp, they, he also, he did this whole creativity world with Alice in Wonderland as well. Mm -hmm. That's the part where the creators and the directors will come together and say, okay, what do you think? Like, for the Mad Hatter, I, I swear to God, they were just behind the scenes going... And this is the time, I think, for the Mad Hatter, uh, they were not filming it yet, but they're like, Tim Burton did his water um, coloring saying, this is what I see, this is the visual for the Mad Hatter. And the person who is playing the Mad Hatter, he's like, that's what I see too. So they come together and saying, this is what I'm visioning for this character. And I think for Jenna Ortega to do that, she did the same thing. She's like, here's what I'm seeing. I'm gonna draw this picture. I'm thinking this way. Let's make it this happen. I think in the hair and makeup part, when they were doing it, she's like, no, it needs to be lighter. She was telling the people that. She's like, no, it's not the vision I want. The hair was getting off where even the hairstylist was going crazy. Tim Burton was the one that came in and just said, you know what, give me that scissors. We're gonna make this happen. And she was like, getting my hair cut from Tim Burton's? Yeah, sure. I will let I will, I will let him do it. And for sure enough, that she's like, I never had bangs in my life. This is my bangs. <laughs> this is my actual hair. So that was her real hair. <laughs> she's just, yeah. that was her, her oh, wow. real hair. I do want to go back they to... They just went over that. Sorry, I do want to go back to Alice in Wonderland real quick, though. Just because, like, isn't it crazy how... Tim Burton's version of that movie is closer to the actual story of Alice in Wonderland mm -hmm. than the original Disney cartoon. Because the original Disney cartoon, they didn't want to go weird. They didn't want the Jabberwocky. They didn't mm -hmm. want, like, all this. But Tim Burton was like, nah, that's my right amount of freaky. I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, also, the, the colors in the Alice in Wonderland, too. The theme of it, the outfits. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I think the costume was like the one thing that was being nominated and noticeable in that movie. So the that was the one take that I saw in Tim Burton's style is more like being the unique one than the <sighs> follow the rules one. Yeah. Um, from what I saw. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's what I noticed in uh, well Wednesday's dress. I never seen her wearing a freaking nice dress for God's sake in this series until now, and I'm like, oh shit, she can dance. Although. The dancing technique that she did, she doesn't dance. She doesn't even know any movements. So when they told her, hey, this episode, you're going to be dancing in a scene. Um, the the whole part of the whole dance, like when she doesn't dance, she doesn't know any rhythm. She stood the whole night before watching old movies, classic goth moves. Like, 
I can't even think of the music right now, but like all techniques that you'll see. Well, yeah, there's the. Uh, and she just brought it to life. The, there's the classic dancer, uh, Fosse. So a lot of the moves that she did, like like these little moves behind the back, like a lot of the the mm-hmm. stuff, like that's all Fosse right there. So she pulled from like one of the greats. I thought the dancing makes sense because like Wednesday as a character, she doesn't do dances. She doesn't know, so she's doing what she thinks she understands about dancing, and it's mm-hmm. just movement being seen by moving i and i thought it, i thought it was perfect for her mm-hmm. so going back to alice in wonderland though that yeah. to me was like and charlie and the chocolate factory like for me tim burton my favorite tim burton was pre-cg like computer generated stuff mm-hmm. because he used a lot of practical effects a lot of puppets a lot of costume and i do like it in, that in this show it is pretty limited. I mean, they went pretty heavy with the monster, but it was really all character driven. So I, I really liked that he was a little limited. Tim Burton, when he has an unlimited budget, I think it's, it's too much. He doesn't, he's not focused enough. Um, like there's too much CG in Alice in Wonderland. Um, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as well. Like there are sets in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that did not need to be CG. Things that did not to be done in CG, like the, the Munchkin. (laughs) Like that, the yeah, Oompa and, yeah. and like, uh, and like literal bars of chocolate being CG. No. It's like, yeah, you couldn't just have bars of chocolate. Yeah. So when he's no. limited, I, it's. Better. I never liked Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at all. Not even the original movie. I never liked it. The original movie, oh, I loved. Okay, I really and loved like, it. Louis leads the it's conversation. It's my favorite. <laughs> but when they started making this. <laughs> I was having nightmares because of the story. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Oh my god, no. But yes, that if there wasn't any uh, limitations or like a budget, yes. He could have gotten a little bit more. Well no, um, I like that he I like when he a has a I like when he has a limitation when he has a budget. Yeah. Because he has to be more creative. Like he Yeah, would, but if he has unlimited yeah. He has just, Disney he money. Can throw he's anything. not going to do the whole... And he's not focused. I and see. so this allowed... Mm-hmm. I think this gave him a little bit more focus uh, in the show. Having a smaller budget, having a smaller story, stretching it out over a series, I think worked well. Um, so hopefully mm. they're going to do a season two. If they ever locked into a contract, they're for sure going to do it. <laughs> um, but I, I'm hoping that they go back to the mansion, go back to their house... Maybe do a little bit more world building. Maybe they travel a bit. Um, and I don't know. Like, well, do they... from what I saw, well, the, at the end of that season, at the end of that episode, it was like a cliffhanger because she, as she's leaving out, this is spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, which is kind of dumb. You should have seen it. Um, but the part of her getting the tech, which is so funny because she doesn't do technology. And all of a sudden, she got a phone. phone. She has a phone, and I just started laughing. I'm like, is that an iPhone? Because I feel like that is. Um, I was, like, looking at it so deeply. And then it was just her getting a stalker. And I'm like, okay, this is a cliffhanger, for sure. Yeah. This is more They're kind of insinuating she's coming back to the school. Which I'm, yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Coming back, but at the same time... There is a monster, either the same one or a different mm. one, whoever's ca- taking control. We don't even know what happened to that person who is connected to the monster. 
that she fully, um, which I think we just saw that one scene, Eugene, turn around, don't look, and then she did something, either punched her, stepped on her, kicked the hell out of her, is she dead, is she alive, um, we don't know that part, and I think that's what the rumors were going after that season, they're like, what happened, is she still alive, is the monster still there, what's going on, is the professor gonna be dead, or is she gonna come back, because the professor is a shapeshifter too, and I, it, it took me a, although she's tall, and it was funny, because in the interview, um, <laughs> Jenna was like, I will tell her, can you, can you go down a little <laughs> bit? Because my neck is killing me as we're doing this whole scene together. <laughs> She's like, oh, I have to sit down. And it, I'm like, they picked the right one. They picked her to play that professor really well. But it's just the office kind of took me by surprise. If you haven't seen the, the office area of her little uh, room. The fireplace reminds me of the Harry Potter scene, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Look, I don't, I don't like making the comparisons. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I see. And yes, there's a lot of it where I'm like, "No, I yeah, see Harry it completely." Potter. That's why I was starting to laugh. Well, even I was like, "Oh my god!" Even the the club where they were like the reference to the snap, but like that opens the door, like in Harry Potter, like the secret. Yeah, air, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I just have I just love Eden, who is left out. She's like, "There's a secret snap as well." Like, are you fucking and kidding Fink, me? Oh, and Bing knows it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all like, "You're in this thing too." <laughs> She's like, "What the?" <laughs> so I did like I the just, um, the whole contrast of the. Yeah, I did like the. Go ahead. For a bit there, I thought maybe Eden is actually the monster. She doesn't realize she can turn into this monster, and she's not turning into a, were a werewolf. She's turning into this other thing. So um, I, I did, for a bit, I was like, maybe it is Eden. And she's like, you know, the beast, the, the monster among you is like the one that's living with you. You don't even realize it's that's who it is. But thankfully, they didn't go down that route. Yeah. They also chose that one kid... Um... Oh my god, what was he? he? He's like an artist, he brings his art to life mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It was just... I thought it was him. It was kind of a little like, suspicious in a way that he has like a mark on his back, like a scratch mark, and I'm like, what the hell is mm -hmm. this? Um, and then it's just... I don't know. It just... It takes... It takes you in a weird journey where you're just trying to figure out the mystery. Although... Although the part where the there's an episode scene where I thought it was hilarious because the connection with Wednesday and the brother Pugsley that you can tell there's a difference between those two. Usually in the movies they're like close together trying to torture a kid or like let's play this game or she's trying to torture him. It's the opposite. It's the opposite on this one. You can tell Pugly is not really strong enough. He's, like, weak. He's trying to figure things out. Um, and for her to connect with the brother by saying, okay, we're going to go fishing. Dad brought you this one cool bait that you love to use, and it's a grenade to catch the fish. Like, 
that scene is like an odd way of having a relationship with your sibling. Yeah, I mean, I mean but yeah. I, I thought that I was awesome. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, but also you got to take into account these are the atoms, and like they are, they are like that. They are weird, or not weird, but they're they're different. They're kooky, and they're spooky. Either they're all to, they're all together. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you have to, like, I had to literally tell myself, this is not your typical family, basically. This is not your typical family. This ain't your daddy, <laughs> family boy. <laughs> but they did really try to humanize them in a way. So whether that's the writers or Tim Burton's initial intention with the with the story, you know, when yes. you, when, the example that you gave when they're sitting there on that little dock by the water, it shows you that no matter how uh, Wednesday tries to not be caring and loving and you know dark and outside of like normal societal like standards her brother and her family will always kind of keep her connected to that and so you see that part of her mm -hmm. you see that element of caring and she does it in a very adam's family way like you said like here's a grenade i know you like to yeah. go fishing so Mm -hmm. um, and he, he's just a little timid. He's a, a yeah, he's a timid guy. He's like not quite found his place in the family yet. So it'll be interesting to see how they develop him going further. Although I do wish they bring out um, more characters in the Adams Family movie to this series. Mm -hmm. Like there's it. so many of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm waiting for that. Um, they have really interesting stuff to bring out and i'm I, I think they have some things up their sleeve that they can actually do for the season two um i'm curious myself because with this this is this can go many ways basically um if they do it um i think i don't know like how would you now you tell me this i want i'm curious to see if you could change certain scenes how would you do it get them out of the school yeah i think and visually more brief, yeah more like more details <laughs> yeah i mean that because that, that's just it for me i just want to see different things i don't want them to be stuck in the school for almost the entire or in the show. forest <laughs> well so I, forest, I don't know if you yeah. watched yeah um so like Jalen, i i I would have liked to have seen her have a little bit more freedom to explore, not just the town, but maybe neighboring areas. Maybe she got exactly. a vacation to go home. Maybe she would go home and that's where she saw Uncle Fester. Um, it didn't have to be so self-contained in that space. So I, I'm just hoping that going forward in season two, that they do a season three, but season two, um, the world. And I really want to see a difference of Wednesday in her black and white visual uh, against a really colorful place, like maybe she goes to the mall and with a with Eden or a friend, and it's like she's at the mall and there's like neon and there's teenagers, people that aren't in this weird small town, uh, you know. That's like I want to see her like a normal, a normal like suburban area and how she would act there because it makes me think of when she was at camp in, in the movies when she went to camp. Oh yeah, and yes. it's like how all those kids yes. were. I was like, that was the perfect way for, for the character of Wednesday to play off and really get a sense of her character, who she is. She can be really quick. She can be really funny and snarky. 
And I want to see more of that. Yeah, exactly. For her to smile, though, it's like the creepiest thing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. Um, um, that would be really... And that would be a good take. I think if I wanted to say... Um, if I want to change part of it. I love the music. I love how the, the cello was in it. She plays the cello out of the movie, actually. This is amazing. Oh, so she really she plays the cello. Fences. Uh, she really fences. She really plays the cello. She That's her routine. Oh, wow. um, that's her hobby. So she, she fully connected with it. I think if there was more behind the scenes on, or more more intro of that technique of a song like how she got created part of that or continue having a i know that the cliffhanger part at the end was cool if they had another scene just a scene of her coming home or entering another location it kind of like set the plot right there for the next season so i was kind of hoping that we'll continue on giving a little brief scenario of what like a taste of what next season will be if they were planning on it. And yeah. Well, I think they didn't do that though. A weird they didn't do that because they probably haven't written in a season two. Mm -hmm. So they don't know where they're going to go. So that it keeps it safe. It keeps it safe with not promising anything that they're not going to do. So, and it keeps them free to be a little yeah. bit more creative with where they want to go with it. Um, I think right. I have expectations that are unrealistic because the show is very much a um monster of the week kind of like okay we're gonna tell this detective film noir story and i was hoping that it would be a little bit more like the movies where it's a it's a comedy it's a dark comedy essentially mm -hmm. so i don't think i'm ever gonna get everything that i want out of the show but it would be kind of cool if maybe they did a one-off movie or something using all the same actors it's like a netflix movie like That's hey true. we're gonna go on vacation or you know something something stupid uh, and have fun there, and or one episode they're being on vacation. Yeah. Yes, I will definitely think if they did it that way, um, which was kind of my I was hoping they would do mm -hmm. that, but it's not like your typical series sort. It was like an old classic. Um, I don't know, like an old-fashioned series where they have like a. The title of it looks like old fashioned, and then they they have the music, old old classic, and like well, different yeah. themes. So it's not like your series that like you're gonna be like, this is how it they is. wanted it to no, feel like an they're, old. They're picturing a different an old detective, black and white, like 1940s film noir kind of vibe as a TV show, using elements of mm -hmm. the Adams family. So they definitely had their genre. They definitely knew what they were what they were working within. So they didn't step outside of that, which is, they, I think they handled that well. I'd like to see better, better writing, a little bit more creativity and just more playfulness. I think they could still have fun, even though it's a, a crime show, essentially like a, a murder mystery. They can still have fun within that. Oh my God. Yeah. They can definitely go and create it in a different way. Um, wow, I did not even know there's a lot of makeup numbers. <laughs> Department is like long list. Um, I'm like searching to see more details because there, 
with this series. I mean, we can go abroad and talk about this whole thing, how the music took place, how they went for certain things um, to get that vibe, that connection. I thought the character like Eugene was really cool. Like certain characters had like a theme of their own, but you can tell. And I think... Um, Tell me if I'm wrong, uh, You're wrong. Louis. You you felt shit correct. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Are you sure? Are, are you positive? Okay, finish your question. <laughs> Tell me if I felt. Are you sure? <laughs> no, you connected more with Eugene, the character of yeah, Eugene, in a way. Yeah, Eugene. When I'm thinking about like what I was saying earlier about like I want them to have more fun and kind of bring in that element of the movies and the TV show. I think they put all their eggs in the basket of Eugene. He was the silly one. He was the fun one. He still had a lot of depth. And he was the character that kept me watching the show. Because I even told you, I texted you. I was like, I don't know if I can finish this. I watched the first episode. I was like, I don't know if I can keep going. But Eugene, I think by episode three, I was like, okay, he's he's the character that I'm going to that I'm gonna um, kind of latch onto. And kind of looking at things through his perspective was the way that I was able to connect. Um, so when I thought he died, <laughs> I was like, no, not Eugene. That's my boy. So I'm glad he didn't die. <laughs> That's my yeah, man. Exactly. Um, I connected with Eden, like a hundred percent connected with Eden, that perkiness, that color vibe, the more like I'm friends. Oh, you're not that type of person that wants to do hugs or compliments. Okay. Got it. Um, and it was funny because she's a, out of her family, she is the one that is way behind. Like, she hasn't wolfed out. And I thought, okay, she's dealing with some things of her own. She loves someone else who is, like, a Medusa. Um, and to me, that was... It's like having different villains <laughs> in this movie. And that's what I really liked about it. And... I connected with that character, so I'm like, okay, cool, this is great. What about you, Jalen? Uh, well, well, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, I, I I like Eugene. I, I, like Louis, like you said, I was on board with him. I was like, you know, he's he's interesting, and he just he keeps you invested in the show. I think. Well, and I forgot that. Everybody at that school was supposed to have some kind of like supernatural ability. And it's like, oh, he's, he's a beekeeper. Oh, no, no, he can control. He can control these bees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, out of all the powers, it's like, no, that's, that's actually sick. <laughs> yeah. And I love that line where he's like, no one mess around with my friends, bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay, take it really well, man. <laughs> Well, I thought it was cool too that uh, was it Gwendolyn Christie? She played the uh, the the dean of the school, the, the yeah. gigantic oh. woman. I mean, she was great in Game of Thrones. I loved her in Game of Thrones. Uh, she didn't get a whole lot to do in Star Wars, and she was completely and that's covered. a shame. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. Gwendolyn Christie's awesome, and I Captain Phasma should have done more. Oh, I'm sure there was more, and they just cut it all out. They didn't even film it. Like, why make a giant? chrome suit for this woman and give her nothing to do 
Exactly. Like, they came out with a book yeah. about Phasma, and I'm like, why the fuck couldn't we get more of that in the movies? Yeah, that would have been really cool. Um, that's a whole other... That's a whole other podcast of anger talking oh, about those Star Wars oh, movies. <laughs> man. Oh, God. We take it trilogy by trilogy. Holy shit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so she did great. I, I, I thought, obviously, playing off her height, it's like, okay, she's a little something kooky about her. Very tall woman. So they get her to play against Jenna Ortega, who's probably, what, 5'1". I don't know how tall she is, but she's <laughs> tiny. So I, I thought that yeah. was a really cool decision. So, again, leaning back into Tim Burton's design elements and his philosophy of characters. Um, she's a very tall woman, and, and he dressed her up, and she got to dress up for once and not look like a dirty, gross mountain person <laughs> with a giant sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That... Mm. I was listening, but at the same time, I was reading this one thing. Did any of you guys know that she, Jenna Ortega, when she was doing the dancing scene, she had COVID nineteen? Yes, I did see that. She <laughs> yeah, was talking I mean, about that in the yeah. interview. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that part I was reading. I'm like, oh shit, girl! But she just continued on, and I I love that. But at the same time, it's like, dang, how would you not? So I think she she gave it to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole show right there. <laughs> Season two, Wednesday kills the school. <laughs> a virus breaks out in yeah, exactly. school. <laughs> Turns werewolves oh, into man. vampires and vampires into sirens. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. What happens to a monster person when they get COVID? <laughs> Tim Burton, get on that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. And there's so many... And I love how... Because I'm looking at the behind-the-scenes stuff on these monsters. It, it's funny how when you see it in the series, you think, wow, this is so cool. This is amazing. But in real life, the person is on freaking... I don't know, stencils or anything like to get their weight to be higher and stuff. And they're covered in so many things for the computer to, like, change their appearance Jalen, I'm gonna bring this up again it's like freaking Avatar basically <laughs> so it's like out of, it's like weird stuff out of all the out things, of every movie I brought no this. out of everything I thought you were going with the Harry Potter thing again yeah so I'm gonna out bring of everything no. you say it's, yeah out, out of everything you say it's like Avatar <laughs> You're like, wait, hold up. Are you on something? I was like, was there a blue um, person in this show? No, even I'm looking at the behind the scene pictures and photos and stuff. Like, that's where I'm going with this, where they're doing this whole technique, whole creation. Person has to be a little bit taller for, like, the CGI or the computer has to, like, create it in a way. So I'm looking at it, and that's where my mind just took place. Mm, so okay. <laughs> it's just took a different direction <laughs> all right no i get i get you now. so yeah well yeah as actors it right? was it, it's quite interesting as as actors yeah. i think about like uh, the marvel movies like they'll have dot suits on for tracking and they don't have a, they don't have their their superhero costume on like uh mark ruffalo he's the hulk yeah. he's just wearing a gray suit with tracking dots all over it and a camera on his head and so oh, yeah. not only for him to act uh, in that scene, but for the people acting against him, 
it's even it's even harder so there's a lot of skill involved in that and that, that just goes back to me thinking it's like yeah we have all these tools but we don't always need to use the tools we don't always have to go down that route can we do something practically yeah and that's what i liked about the old school tim burton movies it's just like this is what we had so this is what we're gonna do and you get creative in that sense and i just like to see more more uh creators using those practical techniques which they attempted to do in episode seven. Yeah. I think he really tried to use a lot more practical techniques, JJ. Um, but they kind of quickly moved away from it. I love how every um, every actor and actresses have a story of how they got the role. And I think Jenna Ortega really beat all of them by saying, I came to my audition covered in fake blood to play that one scene and she took it really well on that part and I <laughs> anyone who can play that role and they can see themselves playing that role they will take it to the next level to get that role um, and I think she did that for a good reason if by any means and I, I doubt it I think it's gonna be Jenna Ortega for sure I, I still love Jenna Ortega playing Wednesday Despite of the old one, I really did like her when she was young. But there's a limit. Now in this generation, when people are watching Wednesday, they need to understand it in their language, I want to say. So it's cool that they brought Jenna Ortega in this part. And she plays scary movies. She's been playing Scream. She's been playing so many other ones. So she's right on point of being scary. So she plays all of those characters. And I think she was done filming Scream one of the movies i think it was scream scream six or so, scream five right before yeah yeah she was in the, that show you which if you didn't watch you mm -hmm. she was in that i think season two that's the first time i saw her i, I think so yeah it was when the the she main character moved <laughs> when he moved to la would, would you say the series is basically your favorite or the the old movies the old classic what do you think, Jalen? Movies uh, or the new series? Uh, for me, honestly, the old show. Like, I, I keep going back, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't know. I, I like that one a lot more. Like the black and white original? I do the same thing, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, I've been doing that. Adam's Family, like I said, it's its own universe, and so... The show, obviously, that was the original. I think it was based off a book or some comics or something, but um, it it was a comedy. It was a little bit dark, and it was a play on society. And it's like, hey, here's some people that are considered outcasts, but their opinion, they see everybody else as outcasts. And so there's there's a middle ground that you can find, and it's it's a it's a story about finding you know common ground. That's really what it was mm -hmm. about as a comedy. The movies were, well, I loved the movies, the original movies. Um, and I loved the characters. Christina Ricci was great. Um, the, the, I think the TV show, the original TV show is still my favorite. Um, only because this is so different. The, new, the Netflix show is so different. It's very much a take on that world as told yeah. as a, the, like a crime like a thriller type of, of show. So it's definitely mm -hmm. a little different. But if I mean, if somebody says, oh, I want to watch The Addams Family, I'm not going to tell them, oh, you got to watch Wednesday. 
because Wednesday is great. You right. don't really get the Adams family. <laughs> You're getting Wednesday. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to see more of Wednesday Adams, yeah, sure. Wednesday is a good one. But if you want to see the Adams family, I I wouldn't suggest the show. Yeah. No. Exactly. You don't get enough of Morticia. You don't get enough of Gomez. You don't get enough of mm-hmm. um, what's what's their 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 driver and the butler. The taste of it. The taste of uh, it. The... What's his name? Lurch. Yeah. 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 You don't get enough of Lurch. He's yeah. just barely there. He takes her to school, picks her up. I think. <laughs> so there's there's a whole That's world. It, there's a whole basically. world that that they're not giving you. Which again, I get the show's called Wednesday. I get it, but. If you're if you like if you're coming from a background of watching Adam's Family, uh, Adam's Family values the original show, um, you're probably not going to get what you're what you're hoping to get out of it. So you just got to be a little bit more open, like I needed to be. Find your way in, mm-hmm. which for me was Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that that that'll get you through it. Yeah. That was funny because when you were messaging me like pizza, I can't yeah. not. I'm like, just continue. <laughs> like, I'm an old man. Teenagers. <laughs> you're like, the first one was brutal. I'm like, past that yeah. one. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. all right, all right. It's getting better. <laughs> okay. I'm done with like four episodes. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Next thing you know, I finished all of them. <laughs> it, it takes... It takes a while, and then that's where I tell people, I'm like, yes, the first one is brutal to watch. It took me by surprise. My mom's like, what the fuck is this? Like, you shouldn't be watching this. This is so weird and, like, disgusting. And then the next year, it's now you understand the mystery. Sorry, it's comedy crime. But to me, it's more like dark humor in sort of way, in many possible ways. Um, which, to me... It can go either or. I still love my classical Adams Family. I still love it. I'll still watch it when I'm in that mood where I'm like, I need something like humor, but dark humor. I need something to make me laugh. I just watch that movie. Weird take, but I still do it. Um, but if they continue with the season, like for this series, continue on, maybe, maybe I'll be in the middle thing. Yes, I like this series now. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. I'm also looking into how they're going to continue this with the title being Wednesday. Like, is it just going to be Wednesday? Or is it going to be part of the family involved in this? Or is this is this another shift? Well, because, like, forget about the Adams <laughs> family, we're gonna take it. Because of how the show kind of exploded at, at, with popularity and Jenna Ortega herself, it's probably still just gonna be, it's going to for sure be, I think, what we've already gotten. It's gonna be, it's just yeah. Wednesday, and maybe the family shows up for two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so yeah. too. If they had any plans no. originally, once this show took off, those plans are probably changed. You're right, Dylan. It's it's going to be as safe as possible. It's going to be exactly what we got in the first season because that's what was successful. She's going to have a moment exactly. where she either does a dance or she does something something that's going to be considered a viral moment. And so that's that's keeping me from being too excited about season two because I know they're yeah. not going to give me they're not going to give me what I'm looking for. But they could do a Marvel kind of thing where Marvel does a special presentation 
So it's like, okay, it's a short oh, movie. I, oh, okay. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine an Adam's Family special presentation, but it's in black and white. And they That's what I'm it, saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. With the family, yeah. and they make it a comedy. So it'd be Wednesday. Like it, it's such a yeah. An Adam's Family mystery or yeah. something, you know, something like like colon at Adam's Family, whatever. And so that way, it's mm-hmm. it's like Glass Onion. It's like the special presentation. It's like uh, it's in that universe. It's not part of the story they're telling, but it's a little side thing that's going to give you more character development, world building. You can watch it if you want. It doesn't it doesn't give you anything that you're going to miss out on in the series but if you want more it's it's a little extra that you can get and i think they can they can have fun there and play with it there yeah i didn't even think about the black and white part i love that (laughs) like like i would want a special presentation like black and white comedy of just Mm -hmm. morticia and gomez and like I thought you were gonna say Morticia and uh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Michael Douglas comes in and he's like, "Sure, he's, like, he's the, the guy next door." <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's what we're gonna do. Because <laughs> I can make myself really small. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Oh. I don't know. Jalen, did I send you this on Instagram? Um, that Jenna Ortega... I don't know if they're planning on making the Beetlejuice. Yeah. The, no, they are working on Beetlejuice too. Um, Michael Keaton's coming back. Um, okay. Thank God. What's-her-face what's her coming back? Oh, God. Um, Winona Ryder? Yes. Yes, Winona Ryder's coming back. And then Jenna Ortega's supposed to be her daughter or whatever. Hmm. Oh, I see. That's where people are like. But Michael Keaton's like seventy. How are doing? they gonna? How are they gonna make a move like that? They'll again? make it happen. Yeah, probably. I don't know. He's playing happen. Batman right now in the Flash, so That's a lot of CG. A lot of CG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. She's like, I've oh man, juice. no, that awesome. <laughs> She's like, hey, dude, how you doing? Now I'm curious to figure out how they're going to make that second be- Beetlejuice because, Jaylee, remember that one episode for the Halloween for the Hocus Pocus? We had different opinion on both the first and the second. I still stand like, by it. I don't, you're giving me that I, I still stand by it. I don't like Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2 fucking sucks. <laughs> Do yeah. it, but I will. I, will. <laughs> I think I said that to yeah, half the people. Like to to Jalen's point, it's like, hey man, if if you love that movie, that's great. I get it. There's nostalgia involved. Like I'm never gonna hate on anybody for liking something like that because I love you know Star mm-hmm. Wars Episode Four, Five, and Six. Uh, I love those movies. Yeah. They were when I was a yeah. kid. Those were my movies. So even if they're not, if people somebody says that's not a great movie or Return of the Jedi is a, a horrible movie, it's like. That movie was a great movie. When I was a kid, I loved those Ewoks. I loved those. That was like my favorite thing. Dude, I like. Dude, I like Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. The so prequels were you, yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. The prequels like came out when I was a kid. I I was all over them. Granted, I did see the original tr- trilogy first. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I still love. For me, I just love Star Wars in general. Like yeah. even people have problems with the sequel trilogy. I like it. 
Mm-hmm. I understand the issues, believe yeah. me. And I think I still think the funniest thing in that trilogy are the words somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah. <laughs> like oh there's God. no explanation. It's literally just I, I don't know, somehow he came back. <laughs> they're just like they're just like, hey, we don't know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like well, I, fair enough. They're trying to they're trying to retroactively no give you reasons with the Mandalorian and all these new shows. Yeah. Project oh, yeah. Necromancer. No, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're putting in the work. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my whole point whenever, um, like, when I heard about the Beetlejuice part, that's why I was like, if they're gonna... If they're taking the classic from the old ones, that was my whole point. You can hate... You can hate the first one, the whole classic, the Hocus Pocus part. That's fine. That's up to you. That's your personal opinion on that part but if you're taking that classic and you're making a second one please don't jeopardize it please don't ruin it and that's where when i heard about the <laughs> when i heard about the beetlejuice i was like oh god where are they going with this if they want to take an where old are they taking this? <laughs> if they want to take an old michael keaton movie and make a sequel give me multiplicity too <laughs> that was an interesting movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. i thought you I were gonna go watching it as a I thought you were going to go Mr. Mom. I remember watching... <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Mr. Mom Returns? Oh, God, yeah. I wish. Yeah, no, I remember watching uh, Multiplicity as a kid. I thought it was so funny. Like, when he just has, like... He's like, like pizza. <laughs> I love it. And then he takes out, he takes out a slice of pizza from his wallet. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. You can catch us on Instagram... On Twitter, um, with Beta and the Creators versus the Multiverse, I will put it in the link. I will also post this on my social media. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any other ones. Um, thank you again, Louis, for joining yeah, us. Thanks for having and me. Talking about this. I know I told you, can you watch this whole series before <laughs> we start recording? So I kind of put you on the spot yeah. right there. <laughs> So, I need you to put yeah, in nine but, hours no, it was the day before. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to watch all the Lord of the Rings movies, but not the standard edition. I need you to watch the extended the edition. Yeah, oh exactly. my god! It's for tomorrow. I need you to spend your We will not day. do that to you. <laughs> yeah, I have I have thoughts as well for scene breakdowns. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this episode. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, stay tuned for the next one that is going to be coming up. And we'll see you soon. I'm Dita, and thanks for listening.